0: You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. Welcome to the Dressage Today Podcast's Training Buzz. These short podcasts bring you the best tips straight from our subscription video site, Equestrian Plus. To get full access to over 5,000 videos, go to equestrianplus.com and enter DT Podcast to get 15% off your first month's subscription. Now listen in on this week's buzz and enjoy the ride. In today's buzz, horsemanship expert Chelsea Kennedy explains how meditation can help work with clients and horses. It makes her more comfortable with a sense of stillness, allowing her to take moments of silence both externally and internally, and locating a warmth of presence and gratitude.
1: So one of the places in my life that's outside of horses that has really impacted the way that I work with horses is my connection to the meditation community. Um, that has a profound influence on how I move through the world as just a person and on how I work with my clients and the horses in my, in my barn. The benefit of it for me is that it on a daily basis, on an even hourly and minute-to-minute basis, continually reminds me to come back to three really important aspects of, of being in the world. One is locating and being comfortable with a sense of stillness. Even when I'm moving busily through my life, even when I'm on a horse that's active and moving, I want to be able to locate a center of my energy, of my being, of my moving body that feels still, that feels like I can exist in one place, even just for a moment. And that might mean I stop and I take a breath and I relocate that place within me. And it might mean that in the middle of moving, I can breathe and notice that there is a place where I can still feel a little less busy, more still, more quiet. That really, really relates to the work that I do on a horse's back. And we'll talk about this later when we look at some riding exercises in the way I apply AIDS. So if I can know that place of stillness within my physical body, then I can be much more aware of how I apply my aids and whether or not my horse is responsive. When a person is physically very busy with their body, that translates into busyness with their aids, which translates into white noise on the horse. And the horses become dull to that. They become tuned out to the constant barrage of movement that a rider applies. So when you can really feel that there is access to stillness in your body and in your mind then you can be still on your horse and be present with your horse in a way that allows you to communicate clearly and quietly through light pressure and release in good timing. So the other aspect that I really look at within my own being and I try to help others look at is, is silence. And this is a tricky one because you can look at silence both internally and externally. When I'm teaching, of course, I have to be talking a lot and, and being outwardly very expressive. but In between the words and in between the information, there are moments of quiet, right? There are moments where um, you can hear a little bit of just the silence that takes up the space in between the noise. And for me, coming back to that and noticing that helps me modulate and regulate and move smoothly from one thought and one process to another. That is dealing with the external noise, but internally people can be quite loud even when they're externally very quiet. The ability to notice when your internal dialogue is just as loud as the noises around you is tricky and also really important. When your internal dialogue becomes so loud that it obscures your ability to notice what's happening around you in the moment, it's a problem. It's a problem for relating and listening well to other people, and it's a problem when relating and listening well to your horse. So one of the practices that I find really helpful for me as a trainer is locating silence, both externally, by stopping talking sometimes, and internally by noticing the space in between the sounds and resting there to a point where I can be fully present in the moment that's unfolding at that time. Another aspect of connecting to myself that I find really, really valuable in my everyday work with horses is locating what I call warmth like a warmth of presence. And I look at that as the ability to turn inward and notice what I appreciate and what is naturally already present when I am a little still and a little quiet. When I get a little quiet and I let myself be still for a moment, nine times out of 10, there's a little, a little ember, a little flame of gratitude for what's happening around me in my life. When you get to the barn, sometimes you're coming from work or you're coming from home in a busy family or you've had a phone call that you've just gotten off of and your mind is reeling and things are very busy and you're not present and you're not quiet and you're not still and you get out of the car and you go right to your horse. But if you took just a moment, I can almost guarantee if you got a little quiet and you noticed where you were and you thought about your horse and you, you brought up a memory of or a moment that you really loved with, with your animal, that that little spark of warmth would be there, that you would notice it and you would feel so gr- grateful for the fact that you got to be there at your farm, with your horse, in that moment, no matter what you're working on. And you can take that little, little spark, that little thing that you've touched upon, and you can let it grow a bit. And you can let it be more present for you than that phone call or that pressure or that thing you need to do later. As you get out of your car and walk into the barn, you can take a moment in the... Working with your horse if it's getting a little frustrating and you can slow down and you can relocate a little bit of stillness a little bit of quiet and that little spark of gratitude and you can touch back into that place again and again and again and that will increase your ability to be with your horse in the way that I know everybody wants to be and it will help your training move along in a different way, in a way that feels positive for you and your horse. So what I hope to be able to do is to give you some tools to do that for yourself before you're even in relationship to your horse. And then to look at how gaining those skills for yourself will translate into your ability to work with your horse on the ground near them, but not being ridden. And also, a better ability to be present and have good timing and feel with your horse
0: once you are riding. We hope you enjoyed this bonus podcast. Remember, go to equestrianplus.com to subscribe to our online catalog and enter DT Podcast to get 15% off your first month. Thanks for listening.